Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Connect with DP City. As always, I have my beautiful co-host, Miss Sharissa Headley. We have Jenica Paleo and little Zaina Hernandez is joining us today. She doesn't like to talk on the mic, but trust me, if she gets to know you, she will jab, jab, jab your ear off. I love her. Yes, she is one of my favorites. I was actually very sad that you were not at church this week. Where were you? With your tia, right? Yeah. Oh, what you guys end up doing? We just went to the beach and hung out at the hotel. Oh. Did you get ice out of the ice machine? Yes. I will never do that anymore. Have you ever watched The Office? No. So there's an episode (laughs) where this guy named Kevin, he's like a big guy, and his feet are hurting, and he goes over to the ice machine in the hotel and sticks his feet in there and is like, oh, that feels so good. Because he he thought there was a a shoe cleaning service. Mm -hmm. So you know how, like, turned down and all that stuff is at some hotels, especially, like, probably the more older ones. He put his shoes outside of the hotel Mm -hmm. um, for them to clean and all that good stuff. Well... They basically threw it away. They're like, we had to incinerate it because it became a, a safety. Like, they called situation. it asbestos. <laughs> they were like, it's a, as, your shoes were asbestos. He's man. like, that was my only pair. So he went to the wedding in tissue boxes. Mm. It was so sad. Of course, instead of just walking down the street and buying some <clears throat> Nikes or something. Yeah. I don't know. We have used the ice machine, though, but it's just to fill up the ice chest with the drinks. So are you a shoeby? At the beach, or are you uh, like, no, no uh, shoes. I wore shoes the first day we went there because we went straight to the beach. Uh huh. But usually I just wear sandals. So do you wear socks on the beach, or do you just wear go barefoot? Just go barefoot. That's right. I know that's why I like you. There's people who wear socks on the beach, I do to like, to the shore or to the sand mm-hmm. only because I, I like socks. But then as soon as I hit the sand, like, my socks have to come off. Shoes have to come off. Mm-hmm. Do you wear socks on the beach? No. We have some teens who do. Yeah. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's not as bad as Tyler, though. Tyler's fully dressed. He yes. can, He's in pants and we a shirt you, Tyler, and shoes and socks and the whole nine. Phoebe, you got some work. <laughs> fully dressed. Dressed to the nines. You could, you could lead worship. But she got him to the beach, which was a really big step because mm-hmm. Tyler well, does. That's not just a it. testimony to how marriage changes things, you know. Right. You think you have some some hard rules set in stone. I will not do this because mm-hmm. before they were married, he would not come to the beach with us no matter what. And then you get married, and all of a sudden, right? You're at the beach, you know. Hey, you gotta give. Right. Yeah, give relationship and take. It shows is. Give a, and take. He's, he's a good husband. It's two. It's two people giving a hundred percent. Don't ever let somebody say a relationship is fifty fifty. Both people it's a have lie to give a hundred percent from the pit of hell for it to be successful. That's true. Nonstop consistency. Mm-hmm. But if you're single and you're twelve years old, we can hook you up with Dana. Yeah. Right. No, Ain't nobody good enough for her right now. She's boy cray cray. No, she's not. She likes Tom Holland. So what? Who's Tom Holland? Zendaya's boyfriend, I think. But Zendaya's that's a boyfriend. good relationship. <laughs> they are so cute together. I don't know. Oh I saw God. that. She has to look down at him. So? You showed me that. You, you better be careful. God's going to bring you. I'm just saying, be careful. You showed me that. <laughs> your dad's shorter than me. See? <laughs> you showed me that trailer of the new Zendaya movie, and she is not a girl, good girlfriend. You should not, if you're dating somebody, you should not be in a film that compromises your integrity like that. 
You know, I didn't say she was perfect, but I <laughs> say should, they were cute together. You should just be Spider-Man <laughs> and MJ, you know? But, but they, she is the MJ to his Spider-Man. But we're in here um, because a couple weeks ago, Jenica got to give her testimony in church as mm-hmm. the former ex-Catholicism person. So we just wanted to uh, give her a chance to share a little bit more of her testimony. Sorry, this cord is like wrapped around my foot. Share a little bit more of her testimony and, um, you know, just see where it goes. So why don't you just tell us a little bit like your earliest earliest memories of growing up in the Catholic Church? Well, the earliest memories is I remember going to CCD, which is the religious education classes at Epiphany Church in South El Monte. Um, And I did share that the testimony night, you know, my first time getting the practice communion. Um, But, you know, ever since then, ever since after that, like I do, once we moved to Moreno Valley in 1991, I do remember my family going to church every Sunday. Um, One thing that I didn't share was, I feel like what changed for me was like my relationship with God. You know, before I had to um, go to confession you know, to get absolved from my sins and you had to pray like 10 Hail Marys or whatever the, the priest told you. And it's like you're confessing your sins to another human, another person who sins, maybe mm-hmm. differently than you, but also sins. And so, you know, what gives the church the right to appoint a man to forgive me, mm-hmm. you know? And that was kind of um, something difficult to, to deal with. I have a question. Yes. Maybe you know, maybe you don't know. Um, how do they account the currency of what you need to say according to what sin? Like if I say I lied to my mom and I ate the last cookie, Mm -hmm. or I say I lied to my teacher and the dog didn't eat my homework, how do they know like the one is 10 Hail Marys and the other is five Hail Marys? Mm, I have no idea. For man judgment. Yeah. Oh, that seems very odd. One thing, because... Of course, there was a chart. My grandmother, um, very, very big Catholic altogether growing up and then my mom had started or my mom had a quinceanera so she went through all the classes and um, but she never really like I mean from what she told me she never really liked grasp into it type of thing mm-hmm. um, so growing up my grandmother would walk us every single day down to Our Lady of the Valley mm-hmm. and she would do um, be in for like one of the it's not sermons. What is it called? Mass. 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 Um, and she would do the, Hel- all, I almost said all Hail Marys, <laughs> the Hail Marys and like all that type of stuff. And um, as I started to grow up and learn about um, the tabernacle and how the veil was ripped and stuff like that, looking back, it just completely reminded me of how with Catholicism, Catholicism, wow. Catholicism. 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 Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, it's such a backward train mm-hmm. altogether because it's like basically we're saying that, that that priest who's taking your confession is the only one who is allowed behind the veil again. So mm-hmm. it's, it's reverting back. And um, that's one thing that like I really, really love part of like my um memory of finding god all together is like the fact that they the the veil was torn when jesus died 
like that's such a breakthrough mm-hmm. altogether and that's something that like it's a treasure that you don't want no one to ever try to take back mm-hmm. type of thing yeah and so the fact that that part is taken back with catholics like it, yeah. it breaks my heart because it's like you're you're robbing so much of the joy so much of the blessing so much of just the accessibility that mm-hmm. we have to god mm-hmm. so did you have a kinsei yes i did do you like super traditional kinsei yep i had a mass and the barbie party. doll did you do like where you took off your sneakers and then they put a heel on you and no you gotta think i'll I'll be 44 this year so that was a long time ago so that's a little bit more newer tradition then yeah that's a lot newer do you want a quince yes you do are you gonna let her have one sweet 16 not a sweet 16 a quince but just more yeah we're gonna have our quince but not like traditional with going to the catholic church Mm -hmm. because we don't you know that's not us but maybe having can I come? Pastor pray over Seven. her and yeah. You know, hey, I have a question. Her. You know I'm ordained, right? Exactly. That means like I can <laughs> legally marry people. Are you sure? Yeah. Talk in the mic because we need to get this on recording. When you're ready to get married, can I uh, be your officiate? Sure. Yeah, she locked it in. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Come on. Well, I'm excited. What kind of food are you serving at her quince? This guy. It's been two years. <laughs> Calm down. Well, you, gotta right. start, you have to start planning for it now. Yeah. We're looking actually for a hall right now. Ooh. What? You have an 11-acre property right here. <laughs> Seriously. We put a tent out there in the parking lot. Bam. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's uh, true. Tyler and Phoebe. When's your birthday? Wedding? Oh, their wedding was amazing. My birthday is next Wednesday. I'm just saying we got to so get. So it's in August, so it'll be hot. It's no, Anna, we're not gonna have it in August. Anna's It'll either be sister. before or after, mm. right? And uh, no, yeah, Anna's sister, Lynette's mom. Lily, Lily, yes, she did a fantastic job and just like attention to detail. Oh my gosh, amazing, amazing woman, such such a great spirit altogether. But I always say for important um, events, especially when it's like your kids and stuff like that, you want to enjoy it and have as less hands mm-hmm. in the like the working of it yeah. all so if you can either hire her or bless her with money i would say just let her give her the vision and everything mm-hmm. and let her go do you, crazy do you it. know who your chambalans are gonna be yeah <gasps> what? Who? who's your main one primo <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, we'll talk off air uh-oh <laughs> that's cool anyone from the, the the school or the church gonna be in it I think we're going to have six. Is that what we agree? Yeah, we're going to have six. We're not going to have damas, though. Mm. No mm. girls, no just girl. boys. That's cool. That's not bad. What color do you, yes, do you know what, what color? color? Cinderella blue <gasps> and silver. Oh. Dang. It's going to be a Dodger quince? Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Heck yeah. I'm That's for cool. it. I can't wait. I, I can't wait to eat some food. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Um, so you remember doing mass as a kid mm-hmm. and saying your Hail Marys? You remember your knees hurting from getting up and down during service? Yeah. Did the did the father look at you during service or did he look away? Oh, he looked at the oh, for my quinceañera. No, for no, just in, like in mass. In the mass? No, I think at the whole congregation. I don't. Uh, I I don't know. See, I don't know where this. Where people say yeah. that they look like they have their back When they would you. read scriptures, mm-hmm. um, at least I know at Our Lady of the Valley they did. And I think Pastor Susan said 
I would feel ministry. so disrespected. I would be like, look me in the eyes when you read scripture at me. Oh my God. No, I... It, <laughs> They only the the priest has the copy of the Bible. The rest of the congregation has like a book of readings, so it's not the Bible. You know, out of my whole time at going to Catholic church, I always remember the story of the prodigal son. Like that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. But another thing is like Catholics, you baptize your kid, your children as babies. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you really—that's why I said like I really don't know like what the confirmation meant, what baptism meant, what your first Holy Communion meant, because it's just like steps that you take. It's more just like a ritual yes. than an actual step in, in your relationship well, like with God. It's a quick fix. Like when they <coughs> tend to like what, like you start taking classes like around 12, 13, something like that. And some younger. You know what I just yeah. thought of? Your mom and dad didn't have you as a baby. So you were probably never dedicated. We should dedicate you at the next baby dedication. No, we did. We dedicated her here. You messed me up. I was just going to try to get Aaron to hold her like this, <laughs> like a little baby on stage. It would have been cute. We so did when did you dedicate her? her? She was like, what, seven I or something? I was still in kids' church. Yeah. I think yeah. I was in fourth grade. Nine. I love that. Very early on when we got her. So is DP City Church your first, like, Christian church experience or when did that like no in 2008 one of my friend my mom's friends our neighbor tina invited us well invited me to go to harvest and i'd been going to harvest from like 2008 where i you know received my salvation till about maybe 2013 or so was it an immediate like when you got to harvest you're like oh this is more what i'm think like what i feel or what i want like yeah it wasn't hard for you wasn't hard for you to go to harvest when they invited you it was i she kept inviting and i said okay i'll go i'll go and putting it off till one day the spirit just moved and i went mm. and i've been going ever since <clears throat> so right. it wasn't like like a like you fought a conversion you just like as soon as you got there, the Holy Spirit dawned on you. It was yeah. like, this is right. Yeah. That's so cool. But what the hard thing for me was when I first received communion at Harvest, not having to go to a priest. Because, oh, my you know, goodness. That's right. Yeah, that was hard for me. So I wow. would, you know, I asked God for forgiveness. And I was like, okay, I hope this is the right thing to do because I was not used to that. Mm. You know? Wow. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. And then the raising your hands during worship i started mm-hmm. like low and then got higher and now you see me now it's like have you seen that that video of like it's like the different kinds of yeah. worshipers oh yeah. my like goodness it's so funny. what does he say he's like okay holding the holding the baby or yeah. something like that it's yeah. like super long. <laughs> oh man i love those those are so funny i remember going to a so when I, I think I've told the story on this podcast, but when I was a teenager, my parents were always like, you should invite your friends to church and stuff. But my friends would also invite me to their church and my parents mm-hmm. would never let me go to like my friend's church. And I told my mom, like, how do you expect any of my friends to come to church if you don't let me go to their church? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a give take. So my friend Tim came, ended up coming to my church and he was Catholic, like Irish Catholic. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up going to one of their church services, most boring service of my life. But when they took communion, I went to, like, stand up, and his dad, like, put his hands on my shoulder and was like, not you. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. All right. Sorry. I didn't know. (laughs) It was so funny, though. But I think at their church, they were actually giving kids wine. Like, it was, like, yeah. yeah. It was, like, real wine and bread. 
was very interesting. Well, the night that we had testimony night, that was part of the the thing that I shared that I remember, you know, my parents were married, but not through church. They got mm-hmm. married, you know, through the court. But, um, you know, we would go up there and receive communion, but my parents never could because they weren't married by church. And that would make yeah. me very upset because, you know, the church is telling them that they're not worthy to receive, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. the body and blood. And so that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, that is weird. It's yeah. super legalistic. Yeah. I will, did you have a youth group when you were... I never joined youth group. My brothers, who are younger, I've they, always kind of wondered what like Catholic youth group is like. Like, do they have fun? We have fun, right? I think it was called LOC, Lambs of Christ. Like, do they have fun, or do they just? Is it just like a school? No, I they never have fun. I never went. They over had there. different events. It was a, they had a huge, huge building here, though. Like, it was completely separated. Yeah, that's cool. I wish we had a big old like building. I have a question. So, um. So as you were growing up, did you feel like you couldn't pray to God um, unless it was on the church property? No. No? No, because I remember every night before going to sleep, I would pray. It would be the same repetitive prayer. Mm -hmm. And now, like I read in the Word, it says don't, you know, repeat and say words just Mm -hmm. because. So. What did you say? My Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom well, come. Well, yes, I would pray our Father every night. Dang. I saw a, what was that thing that you showed me? It was like how a gangster reads, or how a how a Gen X does, um, well, does the prayer. Worship. No, does the prayer and be like, yo, my guy upstairs, <laughs> your name is so cool, or something like that. Your name is lit. Or something like that. Um, they, did, they did the whole old prayer, but mm-hmm. like with modern oh, words yeah, and yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to find that one again. That, that one's was pretty, pretty funny. Cool. Yeah. He's like, I hope all my friends catch the good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I well, liked that, it. That word irks me. Vibes. Does vibes. it? Oh, I, yeah, I don't like it. Like, Do you say it? No. Because oh, you'll get smacked? <laughs> no. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it irk you? I don't know. It's just vibes, like. Like the meaning of it irks you, or just like the pronouncing, like the word itself. No, just the meaning, I guess, because really? vibes can be negative too, you know. And it's like, oh, those are good vibes. I don't know. So, I agree in in the sense of depending on where it's coming from mm-hmm. and like probably who's saying it, type of thing. Um, I don't know, but I think overall, like vibes is if you're taking it for. How would you say like um I like think it's your just spiritual like like where you are with Christ if you're taking it in that sense. Yeah. I think it's I just think a synonym for feelings. Hmm. Those are good feelings. That. Those are bad feelings. That's true, though. That person gives off good vibes. Like that I have I get good feelings around them, you know. Mm. Um that event was bad vibes, like Which I, is why I, didn't I think really like it. for so long people have used it in you know, bad cognitation mm-hmm. um, of like evil spirits and stuff yeah. like that. So I get that. Like I hundred percent get that. Um, I think like today's generation, they they relate more with the concept of vibes than they do. So with you spirit you never rocked out to Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Then. I sure did. I'm picking <laughs> up good vibrations. No. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. So you like vibes more than you know. <laughs> I actually never realized that that song said that until this year. 
I, I knew the song, but it wasn't until this year I heard it on the radio and I was like, huh? That's weird. Right? I like Mark. Or sometimes, like, you hear a song and, like, for all these years, you think it said one verse and you, yes. when you learn the lyrics, it's like, uh, hey, Oh so my bad. gosh. Teresa and I talk about this all the time. The worst part is we both remember separately, obviously, because we were kids getting in conversations with our parents about the music mm -hmm. that we listened to and being like, no, this music, it's fine. Like, there's nothing bad. And then turning around and listening to it as a 30-year-old and being like, oh, my gosh, how did my 12-year-old self sing so, the song yeah. and think it was okay? There, so I don't know if um, if you guys remember. So when I went, I went to Acacia for sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And um, it was back when fundraising was, like, super, super big. And so if you raise, I mean, they still do it now, but it's not, it's not as like supported type mm -hmm. of thing. So, um, if you sold so many items, then you got this and then you got that. And so the different tiers and all that good stuff. And then there was one, uh, one time where it was, if you sold like whatever, 10 items then you get a black IP CD, you mm -hmm. got blah, 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 this and this and this. Well, I had gotten to that CD and so I was super proud of myself because I had worked like really hard to like, you know, get my family members and everyone to like buy um, items. So I remember I had brought home the CD. Um, oh, I take it back. So I got the certain amount of items and I got to go to a special concert that mm. was at the at the school. Well, they had a mixtape and you remember mm -hmm. mixtapes were super big all together. Um, and so they gave me the mixtape, and I was so excited. So I got into the car, um, or driving home, and one of the songs was Black Eyed Peas, Roses. And so when I was a kid, I thought it was just talking about roses don't smell good. And, mm -hmm. like, it was it was just such a good, um, like, a well, lyric, not lyrical. Um, you just liked it. Just, you were yeah, into the music, it. Yeah. The, the way they had the music, like, it was catchy. All together, so I'm I, I'm playing it and I'm singing the parts that I know, and my mom just like, she ejects that CD so fast, and she's like, "What are you listening to?" And I'm like, "Mom, that song is so good. Like, what are you talking about?" And I remember she had taken my CD, and I was so brokenhearted because I had like, worked for it and mm -hmm. earned it, and so it broke my heart. And so, that was definitely one of the songs that like I had replayed like later on when we we're older and stuff, and I was like. <gasps> And Kyle had told me, he's like, babe, you know what that song is about? And I was like, I had no idea. Like, I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. No idea. It was <laughs> so sad. It's not that bad. It's just about, like, a per a girl who thinks that nothing that she does is wrong. Mm -hmm. So he says, you know, you like to think your stuff don't stink, but if you smell a little closer, you'll see that roses really smell like ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. So he's just saying, like, it's well, about a girl who's promiscuous. walking around thinking that there's nothing wrong with her and she could do whatever and, like, nothing she does is bad. And he's like, in reality, like, you smell just like everyone else. Like, we all have our own stuff, you know? And so it's really not that bad. Like, it does have a good meaning, but, like, it's just the idea behind it because it did have cuss words in it and different things. Well, it's talking things. about a girl who's been with multiple mm -hmm. men altogether. And so... Um, it happens to me all the time. Like, you know, I, I used to love Eminem. But like, there's not really a good Eminem song, <laughs> you know, except for the new one he did with DJ Khaled where he talks about God. Mm -hmm. That one's pretty cool. But, um, and Linkin Park. Like, I used to love Linkin Park. And even now, I go back and listen to it. I'm like, well, no wonder why I was depressed or angry or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Because the music that I was fueling myself with was feeding to that 
that narrative or that mm-hmm. spirit or that feeling, you know. So it's sad because music is so catchy and we all love it, you know. Just well, the enemy knows how to mm-hmm. how to come in and um, paint a picture of that something's good, and then also give you like almost uh, like a protection over it. Like if someone comes against it, it's like no, no, no. Like you just don't want. You don't want me be happy or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I told my dad, I only listen to hip-hop music because the beat. That's what we used to say, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, we just like it for the music, Mom. Yeah, yeah right. I'm going to air out my brother for a second. So CDs were very big growing up, Zena. Very, very big to where you had, like, cases, like, with different burned CDs. You would buy them, all that good stuff. Um, now, obviously, everything's more accessible. So my brother had, like, a forbidden stash. Mm-hmm that he hid underneath um, the, I think it was the driver's seats, uh, uh, the seat in general. And so it would it had like everything that you probably should just not listen to and stuff like that. So my brother would drive us a lot of places. So anytime we got in the car with my mom and my dad, um, and we were rather still new in our walk altogether. Um, uh, so when my, with my parents, whenever we were in the car with them, it was always Air One and like, um, the Wow Worship uh, CDs, oh, that type uh-huh. of thing, um, or Hillsong and uh, what is it, Third Day and all that good stuff. So, but then whenever we got in the car with my brother, it was like so such a different <laughs> type of thing. Well, one day my dad had found uh, my brother's stash, and he started chucking them out, out the, the window. window. It was so bad and breaking them. Like, what are you doing, listening to this stuff? And like, it was so bad. I think he ended up making a new, a new set. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Back in the day, our shuffle was actually a book of CDs that you had to like mm-hmm. flip through, <laughs> not just like pressing the little shuffle button on Spotify and letting it <laughs> flip through your favorites. Um, what kind of music do you like, Zayna? I don't have a favorite type. Do you listen to Billie Eilish? No. Do you listen to Bad Bunny? No. I don't let her listen to Billie. Do you listen to Taylor Swift? Sometimes. Are you a Swifty? No. Aw, Zayna. You should have said yes. I would have given you tickets to the concert. Yeah. I don't have tickets. Sorry. It was a one-time deal. (laughs) I almost won tickets on the radio. Well, I mean, I didn't call in, but they were playing Finish. This guy. (laughs) (laughs) They were playing Finish That that Song. very dramatic. (laughs) And they were doing a Taylor Swift song, and I was able to finish it. The guy that called in wasn't. I should have called in. Aaron's like that. He loves music, but of course, he's older. So, like his music is like um, classic rock. No, like well, I mean, he does listen to some of that, but like um, '80s oh, freestyle music. Yes, I'm all about the oldies. He likes uh, like the same kind of music your dad likes. Mm. I can't go to work with her. I could go to work with her dad, but I have to put headphones because it's like the same. 30 songs over and over and over again. It's like... That's okay. All the 80s techo pop and stuff. Like Like Lisa Lisa, Debbie Deb. Yes. Yeah. Lisa Lisa's one of my dad's favorite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He'd get along with Aaron. Oh, Oh, what is that other one? Oh, my goodness. The... Oh, my gosh. I got to find out. I'll come back. Stevie B. Yes, but she was... So the girl... I want to say her name starts with an S, but it's very, like, more dramatic. Oh, my goodness. What's what's the name? Shania Twain. No. Selena. Stop. Selena. 
You're not even in the right genre or like I was just going to start period. naming things with asses. <laughs> Selena Gomez. I'm running out of asses here. <laughs> What's your favorite style of music? Mm. Bacha. Bacha? Stop speaking for her. What's bacha? Isn't that you mean bachata? Yeah, there you go. No, I don't like that either. No? <laughs> I mean, mostly I listen to just Christian music, but like I do like Mexican banda music. Banda, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I like banda. And I like cumbias. I like to dance. Mm. Vicente? He's more like depressed music, breakup songs. Oh, so you don't listen to that no more. Aaron cured that. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Aaron. I don't know. I love all kinds of music. I love country music. I love rap. I love rock. I love... Uh, reggae, I love jazz, I love pop punk, I, lo- I love it all. My playlist is very diverse. Very diverse. To the point where she gets really sick of it, because it'll be like a really fun, like, good, good, you know, the song that gets you happy and excited, and the next song's like a really slow country <laughs> song or something. She likes country music, but she also likes consistency. I'm the first one who likes country yeah. music. Let's be real. No, but I'm saying you like you like a consistent like when we're listening to something you like it to kind of float in that well, same genre. I just yeah. don't like depressing songs. It's the main thing. If if there's too much of that on a playlist, it's like I mean, don't get me wrong. I like going down memory lane a little bit um, with songs and stuff like that. But if it's too depressing or too um, down on yourself or like in your old ways type mm-hmm. of thing then I'm like no you gotta change it sorry yeah. I can't so do you remember any like the Catholic hymnals no cause we went to to mass at 8 I think 8.30 and that was a children's mass so it was always the children's choir oh. so I remember like the kids songs like so you this could go is home? a day mm-hmm. that the Lord has me so you could go home after that and your parents would stay for like the old like the adult no mass? no the children's church um, mass was just like the children's choir would sing. Uh, no, but my parents would be there. Uh, Usually we'd go to lunch afterward or hmm. take a trip. Could you imagine having service start at 8.30? Think about how much earlier you would be here. Because when service starts at 10, you're normally here around 8, no. 8.30. We get here about 8.15. Yeah. Because... <laughs> I'm in the intercessors, so I have mm-hmm. to be there at 8.30. That's what I'm so saying. So she gets here early. She gets here early already. Yeah. But if service started at 10, or if service started at 8.30, you'd be here at like 6. Sheesh. No sleeping in for Zaina. Do you like to sleep? Yes. <laughs> the summertime, uh, wake-up time, what has that been? Uh-oh. It's, it's going to be like 11, 12, huh? 11.30. What time is bedtime? That's okay, though. You're a teen. <laughs> what time is bedtime? Whatever time they go to bed. You go to bed when they go to bed? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I smart. go to bed late, though. I go to bed 11, 11.30. Well, we're in bed. You just don't fall asleep. Mm. Mm. What do you do? Just sit there and scroll TikTok? No. I look at the ceiling. <laughs> she She... She's not on her phone like that. You gotta we, we read. limit it. Mm, good. You gotta you gotta start reading something. Yes. You can't read in the dark. <laughs> you get a little book you light. Book light. It's a good idea. You know, I don't know what your bedroom looks like, but um, have you ever seen those like really pretty like uh, like sheer things that come down like over your bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but put like um, lights. 
the lights. What are they called? The Two twinkly lights, lights and stuff like that. Light. They bother her. She can't fall asleep. She won't let me have my LED Aww. lights on because she can't sleep. I'm I have sorry. to have it completely dark. Just get a sleeping I'm gonna, mask. I'm gonna, I was gonna say I need a mask. I I sleep with a sleeping mask. Yeah. I have no shame. I because I can I can do sound, but I cannot do light. So I put a sleeping mask on, and I get grumpy if I can't find it. I'm like, I'll try to lay he down has without like it. Seven hundred of them. It's I'll try to lay down without it, and then I'll get a t-shirt or a bandana or something. I need it to be dark and yeah. cold. Sound I can do like my, they could be up playing Xbox, or running around the house, Sometimes. throwing stuff at each other. Sometimes I'll be laying next to him, and I'll be like watching videos or something like that and I'm busting up laughing and he's like shh shh well, be quiet a lot of times <laughs> like, the, the people I'm on like, like it's so funny though a lot of times the people on like Instagram reels or whatever they're obnoxious on purpose so it's not just like normal sounds like yeah. you know my family operating it's like someone making a duck voice like no but majority like, of my, oh my feed God. is like youth games it's mm-hmm. like Christian all together and so it's like when you could find Christian comedy, like that's golden. It's like, oh my god, my little sister went to the store and I was like, ah! Those kind of things annoy Not me. Like that at all, Zena. <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> but um, I find really good ones. Yeah, no, you do find a lot of good youth games on there. I have. I was gonna ask a question about. Um, it was about sleeping, and lights and book lights and oh I, oh Kalea just started reading Maze Runner series and she likes it what's that it's a series of, it's like a dystopian society kind of like Hunger Games but um, they're, they're trapped in a maze and if they can escape the maze they can survive more or less I can't read books like that why not because I predict like what happens already and then I, I skip to the end oh, and it, don't it's do that. exactly what you happens you need self control you can't skip can't. to the end you know what I used to do when I was a kid I would open up the book and then I would read the last page first and then I would try to figure out like well how would how would that get to there and but I wouldn't like read it more than once I would only read it the one time and then start reading it was weird are you a big reader yes I love like, to read what kind of books do you like to read mm. ones that I can't read like romance I think and mystery maybe I don't know like Victorian romance no like the weird ones, like Little House on the Prairie? No. <laughs> That's funny. Um, do you read any, like, self-help books or, like, like ministry books or just mostly fiction? Mostly fiction. I do have See, some ministry books. I'm not a fan of, like, the self-help self-help. I can never books. finish one. Like, I could start it. I can never finish it. I'd rather listen to, like, a teaching or, like, yeah. a sermon altogether. Um, I can't do the reading. So, you know, some people like it, which is fine. But yeah, I'm. I like the fiction. Yeah, I, I like to imagine things and like just it's, get your. It like takes you to a different world, yes. right? Mentally. Well, that's why I like reading too, because it's like a break from reality. You yeah. get you get to just like be somewhere else, you know, and that's why I like writing books because I get to create my my new reality. It's one of the fun things about it. So, what type of books do you like to read, Zena? Murder mystery. Ooh, me too. Those are good. There used to be um, an author. Uh, I think it was Jane Lo- Jane Lowry Nixon, and she used to write like a whole series of like just different murder mysteries, just mystery books in general. But they were like geared towards at that time. I think it was like teens. Um, I think 
the the reading levels have like adjusted like they've gone down mm-hmm. like significantly back then i think like harry potter was like 11th grade and now i think it's like what sixth grade they say i think it's i don't know it's always been a sixth grade i thought but i could be no wrong. it was it was high only because the only reason why i remember was because of the points mm-hmm. how we used to do mm-hmm. ar points and all that and i remember a friend of mine used to make me so mad because um they would literally read one um harry potter book at the beginning of the year and have their entire year amount of points oh, wow. done and I would be the one still sitting there reading like 700 books trying to get my points and stuff like that because you want to find stuff that like appeal to you and all that good stuff but I wasn't allowed to read it or mm-hmm. watch it and so like I was like I w- when we did AR points I was like testing with like green eggs and ham I was like th- I was a At really a good reader <laughs> yeah but my philosophy because I think you needed like 100 points or something by the end of the school year my philosophy was I could read a hundred of those like little books mm-hmm. and I could read like 10 a week, <clears throat> you know, but like she said, a lot of those bigger books would be worth like More 10, points. 30, 40 points and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when Zena was in fourth grade before COVID hit, remember you were doing a, like a reading challenge and like you almost won. And Battle then of the books. I came in second. Who won? Some fifth grader. She was Rude. older than me. That's probably. <laughs> so you should so technically you were you were the winner yeah we That's had to read like 10 books specific books on a list right mm-hmm. and test on them or what yeah we had to take tests on the computer for them and i got all of them right and so we would sit there and we, they would ask us questions about the about each of the books mm-hmm. but it wasn't in order so it'd be like book hop mm-hmm. oh my goodness that's crazy. What was the prize? I don't remember. Me either. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Bragging rights. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say that you won the book hop. It was probably like a, a bike or something. Mm-mm. I feel like they used to do prizes really big back then. Like Maybe it was an iPad. No, I think <laughs> it was a certificate. To no, go I'm somewhere. sure there was something. I don't remember. A gift certificate, maybe? I didn't get anything. Were your parents strict? Did they, even Did give they let you like second? watch no. anything you wanted to watch or read anything you wanted to read? Um, my parents were strict, but they didn't encourage reading. I don't, you know. I wish they had. Maybe I would have liked it, you know, a long a time more. ago. Well, maybe During that's school. why you like it so much now. I think so. So, what did you do for fun growing up? Like clean the house, watch mm-hmm. my siblings every day. Every day, cook. I couldn't go anywhere Bring. without. Without cleaning the house. Were you the oldest? Yep. Hmm. So you didn't watch like Fresh Prince of Bel Air or I anything? Sh- I did. TGIF. So that was like what you were into. Matters, yeah. You were into like Boy Meets World, Fresh Prince well, of Bel Air. Well, back in my day, since I'm so much older, like, stop. We would play outside. <laughs> yes. We would play outside. That's what we would do. Yeah. <laughs> play I remember tag uh, and all the kids of the neighborhood yeah. would play outside. Did your, did your parents ever lock the doors? Yeah, one yeah, my time, parents did that to us too. One time, my dad, my mom used to work overnight, and my dad was home. We lived on the same street my grandparents lived on, and so you know we were all playing. And I went home like when it was already dark, and my dad locked the door, and he had like this leather little switch on his keys. And when I went walked in the door, he swatted me on my legs. Mm. I was so mad. Yeah, my parents would like my mom would. Um, 
like in the morning at like eight o'clock, wake us all up for breakfast and we would eat during summer vacation. Mm -hmm. And then she would say, all right, get out. We lived in an apartment complex. Mm -hmm. And so we would leave the house at like 8.30 and she'd lock the door. And then we would be outside until like 12, one o'clock and our kitchen faced the, the street. Mm -hmm. So my dad took out the screen and she would hand us our lunch out the window. Oh, wow. And then we would eat and drink from the, uh, the hose. hose. Yeah. And then around when the street lights came on, we could come back inside and that's when we could watch TV or play mm -hmm. video games. But we had to be out there for like eight hours, yeah. nine hours. But I mean, it was fun. Some of the best times of my life. Like what a lot of people don't, um, what a lot of people don't know is that the, um, the uh, freedom, the kids don't understand what a bike meant mm -hmm. to us back then. Like, I didn't have a cell phone. All I knew is that my mom, my mom knew I was outside with my friends on my bike. Mm -hmm. And I swear to you, we were like five miles away. Like, we would just go, you know, and we were out in LA or Covina area, but we would ride into the hills of like uh, Azusa and uh -huh. Pasadena and like all that, go to like Raging Waters. Like, we rode our bikes up to Raging Waters one time and like just, everywhere as long as we were back by the time the um the street lights came on i loved my bike yeah my bike i had skates skates were really big too mm -hmm. so we, we would all uh, when we lived by west valley uh we lived in a cul-de-sac and so it was safe enough for us to like do rounds and laps and stuff so you would try to like you do like jump off the curb and you thought you were so cool because oh see how much air it was probably like half a <laughs> centimeter off the floor <laughs> but we got to some crazy some crazy stuff all together yeah like, like bikes go-karts and but that's the thing is like now that see kids are so like wanting their self their first cell phone so bad and they actually don't realize how much more freedom you have without it because mm -hmm. with your cell phone you're you are entitled to answering a text when i text you answering a phone call when i call you me knowing your location like all that kind of stuff and when we were kids, you were just gone, you know, like mm -hmm. that was it. And your parents knew that you were out there with your friends having fun. Now, I imagine there's also a lot of situations where kids didn't come back and parents had no idea where they were and freaked out. Thank God I was never like that. But it was a freedom. It was like a fun. We used to go like pull stuff out of the trash and make ramps out of it. And like our friend would lay down underneath us and we'd jump over them like stupid stuff. Yeah. But fun at the same time. I don't know. Does any of that sound fun to you? Or would you trade your phone for that experience? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so funny. Um, has Zena ever gone to, like, a Catholic event altogether? I think our church was Catholic. Oh, from before, yeah. Mm -hmm. Was not it boring? Not with us. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you're no. an ex-Catholic, too. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> Do you remember anything from it? No. No? Mm -hmm. Just more of the fun side of it? Oh, that's cool. So what's on the horizons for Ladies' Night? What kind of things do you guys yes. have planned? Ladies' Night. I want to know. Hold on. Give them a recap on, on what we've done, though. It's been it's been really fun. I really do enjoy facilitating, um, and you know my intention from the get go has always been just to be a, late, a fellowship night. You know, right? But um, our first activity we did jewelry making, so mm -hmm. we made um, 
Cora led the activity and it was making bracelets with an encouraging word. Um, and then our second activity just this past Sunday was led by Tracy and she did rock painting. Mm-hmm. And so we had some good ones. Yeah. Really good ones. Who was it that did the butterfly? Um, Carrie. Oh my goodness, that was impressive. Yeah, it was like a monarch butterfly, yes. right? Yes, the, there was so much detail. I didn't get to get a picture of it, but it was so cool. Yeah, I was like really impressed altogether. I loved, um, oh my goodness, I can't remember. Who was the one that was sitting next to me? Mm. Oh my goodness. Was it Cora? No, no, Cora was across from me. I can't remember. Carmen? Her. Carmen, I think. She was so funny. She reminded me of, like, um, a kid who, like, they put in the booster seat and just was given a bunch of paint to, like, play with. And so she would start painting it one color. Then all of a sudden she would start painting another color. But I loved it because she was like, I don't know. I'm not even done. But she was just having the time of her life. And it was such good company to be around. Yeah. That was really refreshing because I'm not going to lie. I was super tired that day. I tried to take a nap early and I couldn't like after church to make sure we got here early and then um by the time I did fall asleep it was like time to get up we gotta go we gotta go or well I gotta go um and so I was tired and I was like you know what I'm I'm still going like I don't I don't Mm -hmm. care and I always come back refreshed because it's a different it's a different entity being at church um in that type of capacity altogether. And so I'm thankful for it. Yeah, Um, I really do enjoy it. You know, I love worship. So, you know, I try to start off with worship and just, you know, welcome the presence and, and just, it's such a good time. It's so refreshing. Like you say, Mm -hmm. to have a group of women that you're getting to know that will build you up, you know, cause and, and you've heard testimonies. We usually try to have a testimony, um, of like how God has worked and whoever is, you know, wants to volunteer, um, how God has moved in their life, you know, from the previous month or, you mm-hmm. know, we have prayer requests and we pray for, for women in there. There's been quite a bit of, uh, praise reports, oh, yeah. which is amazing. That baby who, uh, was in the NICU, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And now they're out. That's yeah. so amazing. And then the first night that we met, um, Quite a few of us were praying for a home. Yeah. And Monica, which is Carmen's daughter, they actually yeah. just purchased a home. So, oh. wow. I yeah. love them. That's pretty cool. That's Monica a good and couple. Eddie. Yes. Yeah, I like them too. Like, well, Eddie. I don't know Monica. <laughs> <laughs> but if I can judge her off of his character, I like Monica. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she's, 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 so she's really cool. Yeah. I like her. They have, um, there's a good group of ladies too. There is. That have gone and there's been a couple that have come to one and to the other but um i highly encourage whoever's listening in to make sure you put it on your calendar like don't let it be something that you oh maybe i'll see if i can go like make it something yeah. that you're like dedicated to like first sunday of every month at 5 p.m i'm gonna make sure i'm there type of thing and i guarantee like you're gonna enjoy it and just want to come back because the fellowship is just, that's what we need. You know, when we come mm-hmm. to church, we're just sitting there listening to the message. And, you know, we really don't go out of here and hang out as a group. You know, that's why it's yeah. so important to get involved in a, in a connect group. Because you really do honestly build 
good friendships. Like, mm-hmm. like, right. like, you know, we love you guys, Tracy. There's so many people here at the church that through our connect group, we've become like a close knit family. Right. And I always say like, I'm closer to, to my connect, yeah. fa- my church family <laughs> than my own family. Right. And so. Oh my goodness. I love it. You get to see the realness of people all, all together. Like mm-hmm. them with like, uh, who was it? Uh, Mary. Oh, oh my gosh. I love Mary. She's amazing altogether. But like, I don't know if I would have met her had it not have been from like certain events and like ladies night, like, and she's so carefree. And I, I remember uh, the first Sunday she came with her swag Sunday Mm -hmm. um, clothes and she had caught my eye because she looked amazing. She had the t-shirt and then she had this, was it sparkly? Oh, she always sparkles. Right. Uh, Like, uh, like professional type coat over it, but she was rocking it. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I love this. And she's so like carefree and like just, so happy all together and um so i'm thankful for it because that that allowed me to meet her on a more personal level instead of just like the hello when you walk past the front door type of thing or the goodbye like as you're walking out yeah and it doesn't always have to be like something at church you know like i know we have events at home where our connect group comes and like we just hang out barbecue cook everybody brings food and it's great. You know, everybody We're going to make food. it to one. Mm-hmm. It's my life goal. Life to goal. To make, yes. Like, make, it's it's seriously bucket list. Make it to a Living Waters Connect yes. group, and then you can die happy. Yeah, <laughs> why not? And you'll be full. Yes. So, both, that's that. both physically and, and spiritually. spiritually. There we and, go. Well, on that note. <laughs> um, yeah, so make sure you guys... Tap in with um, Jenica Paleo. You know, her Living Waters Connect group meets on Thursdays, and Ladies' Night is the first Sunday of every month. Thank you for joining us so much, Jenica. We love yes. hearing about your testimony coming from the Catholicism. 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 Into the relationship with Jesus. And thank you, Miss Zaina, for joining yes, us today. Zaina. You were awesome. We love you. Oh, my We goodness. do love Zaina. Chose you. <laughs> Wait, 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 what's that? What was that? It's a thing that when she tells me I love you, I tell her I love you more. And uh-huh. then I chose you. So it's kind of a race to see who see, says it before. Aww. Because, you know, she's. That you chose a, me. She's my do- the daughter no, of my heart. No, you chose me. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. I love that. So we do more from mm-hmm. uh, Alaskan, Alaskan Bush, Bush people. Because um, they say Instead of saying I love you, they say more. So they kind of skipped I love you, but it's just a confirmation of like I love you more, whatever. Um, but I love that. I chose you. Yeah, that, is that was cute. So That's cute. your guys' mother daughter tattoo. Yes. I chose you. Oh. That is oh, <laughs> so cute. All right. Thank you for joining us today at Connect with DP City. As always, you can reach out at dpcitypod at gmail.com. And we can't wait to hear from you. Bye. <laughs>